Thank y'all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. Today with me, I got a bad, bad man that y'all might not have heard of yet, but you're going to hear real soon, Mr. David McMahon. How you doing today? I'm good, man. Glad to be here, dude. You brought somebody with you today, Hunter. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You asked me a last name, bro. McClendon. McClendon. Cool. So, David, uh, for folks who don't know, and uh, I'm just getting to meet David. He has uh, been to the studio twice now with us, uh, in about a week's time. Up-and-coming musician. You're 21 or 22? 21. 21. Dude is solid as hell. Appreciate uh, it. I'm telling you, when you came in here last week, Thursday, I was drunk. And uh, the girls that worked for me, we had to do a podcast with them that day. And uh, I had to go back and look at the videos the next day. And I was like, shit. I didn't realize how good you were at the time. Oh. I, I you got wasted on whiskey the first time. Right. right. Yeah, I would, I, I, and I looked back, and I listened back, and I was like, damn, i got to have this guy back in here. Well, I appreciate and, it. And uh, he was in here earlier with us doing our first Velvet session, which y'all get to check out the Velvet yeah. sessions real soon. They're uh, they're pretty legit. I like them. I like 70 shit, though, It's dude. cool, man. It's got I, a cool vibe. I, say, I hope it does. I hope it does. Well, David, tell us a little bit about you, man, for everybody who doesn't how to, yeah, I'm, don't uh, know you said, I'm 21. I'm from uh, Camilla, Georgia. Uh, a little small town down about an hour from the Florida line. Um, started singing probably 12, 13 years old in church, man. Then got my car, started venturing out and playing little small bar and grill, little restaurant places around 30, 40 mile radius, you know, and then got out of high school, uh, didn't go to college, went for a little while. No, I did too. I, I think I went for about a week. For the while, I, I figured out I like drinking and women, and they didn't have classes in that <laughs> it's shit. It's dangerous. Yet. It's dangerous. Yes, it is. It's a wild world out there, man. Where'd you get to? Uh, a back. A back. That's why the fuck you didn't finish. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> shit. Look, exactly. nobody's. Been, I don't think anybody's graduated from a back yet. Uh, probably not. Yeah, it's, it's a jungle. That in Valdosta State. Yeah, man. That's where I tried to go. Yeah, I pretended there for a little while. Yeah, I was getting in as. Many chances I could to go to Blue Water and buy Austin. Oh, all again. It Flip used to flops, be it used to be uh, Charlie O's or O Charlie's, whatever right, the hell it was. Right. Uh, and then there was Mulligans and tight ends and oh yeah, dude. Used I, to remember, be I remember. I remember going to see Riley Green and Mitchell Tenpenny and John Langston and all those boys way yeah. before they blew up over there. God, yeah, Austin was, used to be the place to go. Oh for man, now. yeah. And the Gen Two in Tifton, oh, yeah. right back. The Gen was a good place. Florida Georgia Line. Played there when they're coming up. One, one of my buddies, uh, Trey Landon, he's played there a couple yeah, of times. He's yeah. opened up for Corey Smith, and we always go and oh, get man. hammered with him. The one time I went to the Corey Smith over there, I, I was there for maybe 10, 15 minutes. So shoulder to shoulder. Oh, no, I, I remember. I'm one of those lucky uh, assholes that's friends with the band. Right. So I always get on the side of the stage. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, there ain't no way in hell. I think I, I got a drink spilled on me within the first like five minutes. So I was like, yeah, I'm over that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't blame you. Dude. I mean, he puts on a hell of a show. Though. Oh he yeah, puts on a hell of a show. Yeah, he's he's kind of a jackass. Uh, I've heard. Yeah, he's mean. I mean, hey, the first the first time I met him, I'm a Florida fan. The first time I ever met him, it was in an alleyway in Macon. Right. And uh, I, I, me and my buddy had went to go piss, and he was playing at the, the place across from it that we was going to, and uh, we both had Florida hats on, and we run into him as he's coming out of the restaurant in the alley. And uh, I'm like, hey, dude, can we get a picture? And he's like, yeah, come on over here. And um, and he was like, but y'all got to take his Florida hats off. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's funny. Take a picture. And he's like, no, take this fucking hat off or you're not getting a picture. And I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, Mr. Smith. <laughs> right, uh, Mr. right away, sir. Yeah, yeah. I can do it again. King, oh, yeah. King of Athens, man. 
Yeah. Give it to him. At least there's somebody out there winning at something. I guess, so. I guess yeah. so. Yeah. Are you a Gator fan Absolutely, too? Absolutely, man. Oh, shit. Well, I knew something was wrong with you when I saw your haircut. Absolutely, man. You know it. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Uh, yeah, I have a very fucked up sense of humor. If I pick on you, it means I think you're cool. I, I couldn't pull off the, whatever. What do you call this? The I eyebrow, the tackle box, actually. Oh, did you? That's cool. <laughs> that remind me not to run into those tackle boxes. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, where are you uh, playing at and everything like right now? Uh, right now, I'm just still doing acoustic stuff locally. Uh, trying to get some stuff booked for the end of the year, full band. Got some cool guys out of Nashville playing with me now. So. Cool. You got one of my boys fixing to play with you. Yeah, man. I've heard you. I've heard a lot about it. I still ain't met him yet. Oh, not many, man. We literally was texting about you beforehand, right? Yeah, right. like that was so fucking. I saw him last weekend in uh, Crazy Bull and Macon. Yeah, and uh, he was there with uh, Trey Teen, and um, always like we always do. We always drink too much, have too much fun, <laughs> and then he's texting me the next day about coming down here to the studio and hang out. And he was like, "I'm gonna start playing with this guy." Had no idea it was you, and then you and uh your buddy the the producer Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. at Matt Studios, yeah. Uh, it was like, hey, we want to come meet y'all. And I was like, hell yeah. And then it, it, it was cool. It yeah, is man. Fred to be. Crazy. Yeah, small, small damn world. Welcome to Georgia. No shit, mm-hmm. dude. The music scene here ain't that big, and the ones that are good all know each other. That's right. That's right. We try. We try. Shit, Everybody supports each other. That's what's good around here. Yeah. Well, most of them. And most let, of them. And let, <laughs> you can't speak for all of them all the time. Yeah. There's some of them. I'm, I don't like assholes. Right. I'm usually the first person to call somebody out about it, too, because if anybody's going to be an asshole, it's got to be me. But I'm, I think I'm funny about it. It also depends on who you ask for everybody, I guess. Exactly. But there, there's a couple around here that's got I'm their sure. heads stuck up their asses. I'm sure. I'm sure. We, won't, we won't mention no names because you know, I need you to share this. Yeah. They think we're friends. Uh, <laughs> I'll put on a show for them. That's fucking about it. That's uh, why I've we're got, entertainers. We've got some of those guys, and y'all probably know them, uh, that you send the deposit to for the show, and then something always comes up last minute. But as quick as it took you to send that deposit, they sure don't send it back that quick. There's some of them that we still waiting on. And they got Nashville contracts now. You're going to be waiting for a while. Right, they can kiss my fat ass, too. Uh, once again, not saying your name. Uh, but anyway, so with the stuff that you got planned, did COVID fuck you up this year? Oh, uh, you know, it's kind of, been a, kind of been a little bit of a blessing, man. To be honest, it was, uh, you know, I got laid off from my job. I was building fence part-time. And um, I was starting to take a series of write songs about that time. I'd already came up here and met with Chuck um, and started tracking a little bit and met with Mill Cannon out of Atlanta. Um, and then we um, started working on that. And then that w- that allowed me time to really put my head down and work for a little while, you know, because I, uh, I had sold some farm equipment, sold all my farm business stuff that I had and um, put some money into just doing this music full time and chasing that dream, you know. So... Probably throughout the whole COVID, I was just sitting there writing songs, pumping Shit. out, pumped out that uh, that uh, single "It Ain't Tonight," which is available everywhere. By the way, so good. I appreciate the, the three that you played me a while ago, and uh, the ones I just heard you do. You know, dicking yeah. around with us here at the studio. You got some, like you got something there. I, dude, I appreciate like, that. Man. You we do. Try. We try. And I, I'm sure. not. I'm usually not like the one who kisses ass. Right. right. But we're gonna kiss yours a little bit because you, you got something there. And I, I need you to it, when your ass get to Nashville, you take some of us with you. Yeah, well I don't know if I want to go to Nashville, man. I wouldn't go to fucking Nashville so really watch. Everybody that I know up there hates it. Because yeah. they gotta play the game. Oh man. See I'm not about playing the game. I'm just gonna be real, play what I want to play the way I want to play it. See I'm that guy that uh 
I don't know how much money it's going to take me to sell out, but I want to be put in the position to find out. That's a good question. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. You know, they throw a big-ass number at me. I, I might be the next LeBron. You money. never know. Dude, I'm telling you, I've it's been broke my money. whole damn life. Hey, I, for real. I've been broke. Real. You know, I, I don't know how hey. much money it takes for me to be uppity, but shit. I'm down to find out. That's true. That's true. If, uh, if you wouldn't go to Nashville... Would you try to just do the local Georgia scene, or would you try to go out on your own and, and book shows in other states? What would you do? Uh, man, I feel like at the stage I'm at right now, like I said, during all this COVID stuff, me being able to build a lot and go through a couple of band practices with some guys and test guys out and really figure out things and meet guys like you in the industry throughout this time, you know, everybody's kind of not having a lot to do, so everybody's kind of intermingling and planning stuff to come out of COVID with. So we've been getting together a big thing, getting an EPK rolling and getting the website rolling, merch, all that good stuff. Got the band rolling, got some good solid guys coming into place. So that coming out of this COVID stuff, hopefully at the end of the year, maybe beginning of the next year, we can hit the ground rolling and conquer the state, conquer Alabama, Florida first, Tennessee. Don't go to Alabama. Oh, Don't stay at Alabama. You play everywhere, man. Yeah, shit. I I hate Alabama. Yeah, I hate yeah. everything about the state of Alabama. If anybody's listening to this podcast and you live in Alabama, yeah, there's anything. a good chance I hate you. The only thing good about Alabama is in Dothan. There used to be this bar there, and it was called Buck Wild. Yeah. And there was a singer. His name was Jeff Golden. The fact that I just said his name on a podcast, he just got hard. I'm not even playing. <laughs> this guy bought his own bar because he wanted to be a country singer. He goes and he does a costume change. In front of 30 people at most, every five or six songs comes out mascara. Like, I'm talking about blouses and shit. Dude can't sing for shit. But when you look him up on YouTube and everything, this dude does impersonations. Right. He don't just do white impersonations. Like, he goes full blackface. I shit you not. He's got, but it's funny. Like, maybe not cool in 2020. But shit, it's something that all of us will laugh about if nobody knew we'd get in trouble for it. Like, we're full-blown Ray Charles, can't see, hitting the piano keys. But it's like, dude, he's so talented. But at the same time, it's like, this dude is super fucking racist. Yeah. And I don't know if I should like him or not. Right. We got stuck with the, the Toad Lick Music Festival used to be over there. And uh, one of our buddies who, who's a big booker for a lot of – uh. Uh, like crazy bull places like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's out of Florida. He used to give us free tickets to go. And I had to quit having it because they had a fucking tornado come through every year. Like all three years I've been, a tornado came through then and messed up the whole thing. So everybody always go to this Buck Wild place, see Jeff Golden. And I'm telling you, me and some buddies that are, are musicians that were like, not, I mean, they're, nobody really knows them still. But they're in Nashville. They're doing a thing. A lot of them got pub deals. Yeah. We're all just sitting there in our minds blown by this cat. Like it's like this shit really happening. It's like a print show, but in front of fronty, uh, forty people. Right. Oh, but geez. uh, but besides you, it's not kind of cringy, probably. Oh, it I is. Mean, it it it's like so bad that. that it's good. That'd be rough. Huh? It's yeah. it's so bad it's that it's so, good. Some things, some things, yeah. Like it's like a fucking train wreck. Like, yeah, you know, I'm not supposed to look at this shit, look but, you can't but I can't look away. away. I can't look away. Yeah, I got, yeah. You. I got you. By by the way, none of us are saying blackface is okay. No, no. I, we're, I, we're, not, we're, we're in 2020. I don't agree with blackface at all. But I mean, it's funny. It's okay because like, have you ever seen Tropic Thunder? 
Oh, I love Robert Downey Jr., man. Come oh, on, man. Yeah, but they're trying to get that canceled now, too. No, like, and there's no way, because that was satire. It was a guy playing a guy playing blackface. So, like, it's still. So many it, layers, bro. I know, but I love it's fucking. Robert Downey Jr., man. Come on. Yeah, let's still. I love that movie. It's so funny. You never go full retard. God, I love that shit. You probably can't say that in 2020. I'm a lead farmer, motherfucker. Yes. That whole fucking movie's so That's good. True. That's one of those that you forget about. And then this, all of a sudden you see it like on Netflix or something, and then the rest of your day, you're just you're like, you know what? I'm fixing to smoke one or drink one, and I'm going to watch Tropic Thunder four times today. Right. Uh, but, so, uh, just besides you conquering the South or whatever, yeah. you got any, like, big plans or anything about stuff that you, anybody you really want to write with that, you know, is feasible at the moment? Or or anything? I mean, there's a bunch of guys. I'm I'm really into the the Texas Red Dirt scene. Oh, sure. absolutely. Co Wetzel, Giovanni, Co-Wetzel. Parker McCollum, uh, all those guys, man. They're all one, super talented, and the thing they're doing is so cool. It's so yeah. different. What we really like about you is when you came in here and you kind of just like I, as you can imagine, from me coming from radio to this, having number one country show in the state of Georgia, coming is you get artists all the time sending you shit. Yeah, like this all the time. Somebody, and uh, I'm a nice guy to a point, but there's a lot of them. You're just like, dude, how do you, how do you think this is? Yeah, like I'm out of respect for you. I'm not going to tell you how horrible you are, but at the same time, like, dude, do something else. Yeah, like please. But when you came in here, and I was like, okay, I got this. And then what we're trying to do right now with uh, Raising Grace Entertainment and studios and all that stuff, we're trying to do. Red Dirt meets Red Clay. For sure. Concert For series sure. next year. To where uh, we're going to book five or six dates, and we're going to have opening acts like you right, that right. actually rock from Georgia and uh, opening up for folks like that. Now, we probably ain't booking Co because Co his, his shit's done turned to gold. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And uh, sure. I ain't right mad at right him. Right I promise you. Rightfully so. Hey, by all due respect, That's I ain't sure. mad at that. That is a bad son of a bitch. Yes, sir. But uh, like Randall King and uh, yeah. Colby yeah. Cooper. Yeah. 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 Josh uh, Ward, all those guys. Like They're yeah. so they're yeah. so badass. And there's just something different happening really in like Texas. Pecos and Rooftops, too. Oh, my yeah. gosh. This damn song? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That's the yeah. song of the week for our, uh, the podcast or whatever. This damn song. Yes, sir. Man. And yours, Pecos too. Early, yeah. yeah. And yours, too, by the way. You're, man, I can't wait for y'all to hear more of him. But, um, yeah, when we do that, like, you're definitely one of the artists that we see opening up. Because um, uh, there's another guy that actually played a show for us Saturday night named Britt Hilton. We got to get you and Britt together. Britt's going to come do a podcast and do a session and everything with us. He is raw. He is nasty. He He's a 250-pound white man that's got this old black woman's soul in his oh, voice, right. that right. rasp. Can't beat it. Aretha Franklin, to the day I die, I think has got the Respect sexiest voice. Her and Etta James. Etta James at last. Oh. you're going to sleep to that song. Man, shit. Um, Aretha's got this song. It's a Elton John cover. It's called Holy Moses. Mm-hmm. If you've ever been drinking around me, and I am, I'm talking about tore the hell up. Three o'clock in the morning, you're going to hear Aretha turned all the way up to Holy Moses. <laughs> it's one of the baddest fucking songs I've ever heard in my life. And uh, like that's what we're looking for. We're looking for up and coming young guys like you, 21 years old. Yeah, man. And because then that, I think that's why country music's going. Yeah, I, dude. I, I mean, I'm so heavily influenced by those guys, especially Co. Yeah. Uh, I got to meet him and his guys down in Tallahassee oh, like, cool. with Colt Ford, man. And they were super humble, super nice guys, man. 
they gave me a lot of pointers, man, and I respect them and everything they do for sure. And uh, they, they pretty much influenced me to really chase it right after I met those guys and played them a couple of my songs. And we yeah. just hung out and had a good time, you know. That, that really had to be this lot. Man, that's, that's the once-in-a-lifetime thing, dude. To meet yeah. somebody that you look, look up to and all like that, it's a crazy experience. For and sure. I usually say don't do that. Yeah. I, meeting people that you admire that I mean, much. Because yeah. it, it's – I've met Colt Ford before. I met you. Know, you want to know something like insanely that, crazy about Colt Ford? What's that? He used to be a golf pro. Yeah, he's super good. He's got yeah. When I was on the bus with Co and them, he when he walked off the bus, he was like, "Get up in the morning, Co. We got to go golfing in the morning." I am a huge fan of uh, Joe Rogan and his uh, podcast. Yes, I love sure, everything. Sure. I got him, the Godfather. I call him right here on the back wall, nice. and uh, yeah, God, he's just. He's the shit. But he had Ron White on his podcast a couple weeks ago. And uh, he Ron White was talking about how good of a golfer that uh, Colt Ford was. I believe it. And I was like, this motherfucker, he does not look like he ever played golf a day in his life. Like, it, But then I'm like, oh, I got to play golf and I suck. It's like a John Daly. You know? Oh, man, John Daly. Man, I want to get so I want to get so tore up and play nine play holes. Him, yeah, I, I say please. only nine holes because there's no way I could drink with him and get eighteen. I'm fine with just you know. If I'm gonna make an ass out of myself, I'd rather be stationary. Yeah. Oh, what? Um, speaking of playing golf and stuff, when you're not writing music and trying to melt faces, what right. you doing? Um, yeah, I enjoy golf. I, I play golf occasionally, but uh, I like being outside. We got to book this now. Oh, well, I know. I'm not even playing. I didn't know you played. I want to play at that place in McCray over there. State, State Park. Park. It looks gorgeous. Uh, gorgeous. Yeah, I'm too trashy to play there. Right, really? I, dude, I, I'm, I'm not you, good either. So. I'm not good. Okay. No, 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 we'll, we'll no, no, no. I'm double bogey at best. Okay. Same. Same. No. I mean, I might on a good. I'll day. have I'll have a couple shit holes to where everything lines up. Right. And it's like, oh, he can play par golf. But I'll t- I'm telling you, it starts off every time. I'll birdie the first hole. I'll par the next two, and then the rest of the day I double everything. Yeah, I can, yeah. I mean it, it. If it was just three holes of golf, I'm I'd usually be fine. terrible on the front nine, and I pick up on the back nine, but just not not pick up enough. We you never know. make it the whole eighteen. I really. Oh no, yeah. we're hammered. I played my senior year for the for the school for the oh, school cool. I went to because I couldn't play baseball. I tore my labrum, so I, I, I tried it first time ever playing. And I, it, it wasn't bad. I wasn't the worst on the team, yeah. but I wasn't the best for sure. Well, it, athletes tend to gravitate towards golf when you hurt something anyway. Yeah, sure. it is because we can't do it anymore. Yeah. Uh, mine was uh, I just I, I really liked baseball, football. Yep. Then getting out of high school, I played softball for a couple of years, and yeah, I just got tired of running for a little while. I got tired of running, so I was like, you know, I'm gonna try golf. And yeah. it uh, it, it's okay. It's the most expensive hobby I've ever had in my life because I can't. I'm just one of those folks. I can't have cheap shit. Like I think if I go buy something, it's gonna make me better, and it doesn't. No, I'm playing I, with like some yard sale clubs. Shit, I wish, I wish, I I wish I wasn't uppity about that stuff. I don't know what it is. If it's a sporting good, I'm like, oh no, I'm getting this expensive. One. And then Music I feel like a jackass. Expensive hobby slash job, so I can't dump it in golf. <laughs> no. Oh, what do you uh, play with anyway? What do you mean? Guitar. I didn't see. What- uh, Epiphone. Yeah, Epiphone. I don't remember the model. But I got Morgan Monroe that's really my favorite guitar. That's nice. the guitar that that's in my music room I write with and all. It's my, one of my first real guitars that I first geeked with. It's a sweet guitar. Cool. Awesome guitar, all mahogany. But I do love that uh, that Epiphone in there. It's nice. sweet. Uh, so you got to play a couple for Co. Yeah, Anybody else you got to get close to? That's fine. It's got a good um, name to them. I mean, 
any of those guys out there for sure. I, I love Giovanni. I love all those guys. I mean, have you met anyone? Oh no, no, no. I'm I mean, open for anyone. No, I mean, I'll be opening for uh, Shane Owens in November. Uh, He's got a song I really like called Twenty One, or is it Nineteen? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the, that's the guy. traditional country guy. Yeah. 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 He's got this army song. Uh, it's about a kid. Yeah. It's Shane Owens. Yeah, right. It's, uh, it's 19. Kid goes off in the army, gets killed. He would have went to Tennessee to play uh, football. Oh, it's a badass song. That sounds familiar. That it, sounds it, it's a badass. Right, it's the only one I know by him. Right. But yeah. yeah. He's got a huge following. I heard he's a great singer, great guy. Yeah. I, hadn't, I hadn't brushed up on his music. but no. We'll have to play one for you whenever yeah. we get yeah, out of here. Sure. But uh, when you got – the folks that are going to be your fans. One reason why I like doing these podcasts with up and kind of artists is because uh, we want to make you stand out. They want, we want yeah. them to get to know you for like you. Yeah. So uh, if, if you had, you know, a million of your fans in the future, because you're going to have that many, uh, uh, you, you're super talented. And if you stay, you stay raw and nasty like those out there, yeah. are you single? No, I'm married. I'm married. Oh, you're married, married at 21? Married. Yeah. Yeah, married. Uh, just had a baby girl. Congratulations. She's four months. There's yeah. no way in hell I could have been a musician and married at 21. It's tough. That's also it's why tough. the good Lord didn't give yeah. me any musical talent either. Yeah. I would definitely have AIDS. <laughs> AIDS. There's no way I wouldn't. Right. I right. just, I, I like women. I well, I got I got my party days out of the way pretty young, so. Um, still in mind. Yeah, I was gonna I'm say I'm thirty. I'm thirty three. My when tank I, ain't I'm on it yet. Yeah, I'm yeah. on the road. I want to. I'm playing. Yeah, I'm rowdy. But I mean, at the same time, I like to go home on the weekends. You know, That's cool. At the house, you know? Much respect for that. Sure. Much. If, I'm, if I'm not at the house, I'm usually hunting somewhere. I mean, that's just about it. I love it, hunting everything. I love the outdoors. I love everything about it. Well, for everybody who doesn't know you, and uh, but they will, tell them some stuff. It's a little insight to a a yeah. day in your life, or what got you to where you're at now. Just you know yeah, who you are. Sure. Um, well, coming out of high school, like I said, I, I was going to go play baseball somewhere. Ended up going to ABAC. But uh, right after I graduated that July, my grandpa died at ALS. And uh, he was he was pretty much like my dad growing up. You know, my dad wasn't around. And he was my mom and him and my grandma and all of them. Um, shout out to them for supporting me. Cause I oh, yeah. Shout out to my sister, for real. Yeah. yeah. Um, great people. Uh, they've supported me every step of the way. And Grandpa always supported me, but we had a corn business uh, when I was eight years old. Uh, he had a full-time job, but he started this on the side for me to have, you know, to work through high school. And coming out of high school, it was always going to be passed down to me. Um, after he died, I ran it. And I ran it the year before we passed because he was going downhill. ALS is one of the worst things. Oh, I've yeah. I, I hate your that's family a, went through that, brother. That's a terrible disease. Um, but we, uh, I took over that business and ran it for – uh, while I was going to college a day back, and I just I, I couldn't do it, man. I ran it for the next year, and uh, get into this year, I decided it was a good time to sell it because I mean I was at a spot where it was either sell it or spend a lot of money to do something with it. Cause I just wasn't making enough, so sold it, put it all into this music, and here we are, trying to do something with it, man. As a as a person who's a family, cotton farmers, peanut farmers, and everything. Yeah. Uh, you probably made the hardest decision of your life. Man, it's, that. it's tough. It really was, man. It is. But that, what's sad though? There's just not any money in it anymore. No, it's tough, especially when you're not born into it. You know? Yeah. Uh, around my area, you know, land's not for sale. Land's not for rent. Around there's family farms everywhere. You know? Yeah. So we were lucky to have what we did, and just got to where I couldn't find it. What made what couldn't find enough to make any money off of it, man. Farming's a tough industry. Um, it's it's definitely one of the hardest industries I've ever worked in, for sure. Now you just got to write a farming song. 
Yeah, I mean, but you got to I, yeah, a, Avery. Yeah. You, you as much as you like Texas. I got country. one. I got one that I. Um, it was actually one of the first ones that I wrote that I put out um, on social media and yeah. called Georgia Clay, and that's pretty much about that. Just those roots that I was raised up in. It's more country song, even though I like to rock out. I love my. my I like that mix. So I absolutely love that mix. Yeah, I think I want to throw it on the EP because that throws a you know a lot of diversity on the. EP. Well, you'll get so, with somebody like Co or or just any of them really. They'll they'll put some twang in one every once oh, in yeah, a while. Listen to his first couple yeah. albums, man. That's that's Texas country, man. Yeah, that's Texas country, and it just evolved into what I feel like all that's kind of shifted into a little bit of a rock revival slash traditional country. Yeah, I think everybody's just tired of pop country. Yeah, I, I think I think that everybody's just fucking think, over it. But it's the only thing on the radio. So what else can you listen to? Yeah. Well, coming from radio. You got to play what you're told to play, or you get fired. Yeah. I, I used to, I would literally get in trouble all the time. Uh, because all I wanted to play was Sturgill Simpson, Tyler yeah. Childers, yeah. Uh, Frank Foster. Sturgill's story is also a big one. That like Zach Ryan? For sure. Do what? Like Zach Bryan? Oh, yeah. We're trying to book Zach Ryan, but you can't right now because he's in service. Come on, man. You Navy guy. You can't, I mean, you can't. I mean, that's he's just so what, good, dude. Yeah. He's incredible. He's incredible, bro. He's listening that, to that song, uh, when I got fired a couple weeks ago, uh-huh. I listened to Headed South. Oh, on repeat and over You're and over. On the way here, yeah, yeah, man. Codeine pills. Oh, dude, that whole. Oh my gosh. There's he doesn't have he a bad song. No, no. When he when he comes out of service, he's gonna be so fucking big. It's Straight gonna be to the top. He, to the top. I think he's gonna jump Tyler. I think him. I, I think him and Tyler are that's neck a, and neck right here. Tyler Childers is a different breed. Man, I shared a picture the other day. It was four years ago to that day. When he's sitting on the sitting on the park bench, got his guitar case in front of him. Yeah, I saw it playing it, man. And you know what? I shared that too. He's still that same guy that's sitting on that bench today. He's still that same guy. All right. So before COVID hit, they him and uh, Sturgill mm-hmm. were in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It's the last concert I got to go to this year. Mm-hmm. We were in front row at it. I got to meet his wife. No way. Got to meet his wife because nice. this was how cool this cat was. When he came off stage, there was a, I don't know, a tunnel right mm-hmm. here to the to the left of, or to the right of us, and uh, he went over there and sat and watched about thirty minutes of Sturgill show, oh. just sitting there chilling, like drinking, a yeah. just a like fan, a and yeah. that's what he looked like. He looked like one of us sitting there, mind blown this guy just loves the music. At, at what Sturgill was doing. Hey man, Sturgill's a monster too, man. That Sailor's Guide to le- Earth. I left that, that show. Album. I left that show and I was in shock. And the way I felt seeing him was like I would I would imagine my dad seeing Elvis for the first time. Oh man. The, the what I've never seen anybody play the instruments that he played the way he did. Right. The sound so sing. So much soul. All red velvet suits too. Oh gosh. And then Tyler Childers' wife was literally she was in a hoodie, she was in sweatpants, mm-hmm. Carhartt hoodie or whatever. She was five feet away from us, and we talked to her for a few minutes because one of my buddies that was with us was like, that's his wife. And I was like, that cannot be his wife. She's looking half homeless. <laughs> like, her husband's up here done made a hundred-something thousand dollars tonight. Ain't no way. Right. And I finally said something to her and gave her my business card. And was like, hey, Absolutely. I doubt he, I'm, I know how busy he is. Right. Ain't no way he's going to want to come do, Just you know, a country case. show in Georgia. But, hey. I took my shot. I damn sure didn't hear nothing. But uh, no, he was just so cool and down to earth from from what I saw. And then Sturgill got up there. Rocks up. Well, a lot of people from that show, they were going because of Tyler. Like, there was a lot of folks that were leaving 
when he was done. Like we made mm-hmm. some friends right there in the pit. And uh as soon as Tyler got done, they took off. Right. And uh we were like, What the fuck are these people doing? Like like it literally half the pit cleared. Nah. And I cause I, I liked Sturgill before that. Sturgill's but so by the end of his set, I hate to say it for all you Tyler Chillers fans out there, because I like Tyler Chillers don't compare. I'm, I'm, tell, I'm telling you, like live, that, live, I've never seen anything like it. Uh, I, I've gone to some big ass concerts. Sturgill Simpson is above and beyond anything that. I've ever you seen. You like that new album with the anime stuff? I love that. I do. I, I especially that. like uh, Mer- was Mercury and Retrograde. Retrograde. Yeah. I like and the best clockmaker on Mars. That's good. That one's that trippy. Good. I like trippy shit though. Um, but then what's the other one? Um, the one where he's and if you read the lyrics Morning. back, it's that it's so good. It's a it's it's a good song. Um, now I think that's what it's called. A good look. A good look. A good yeah. look on there. If you go back and read the lyrics to that shit, yeah. you're like, oh, he's all dissing lyrics, everybody that is fake as hell in country oh, yeah, music yeah. or anything. Yeah. But um, I, I escalated from that. But that's all I wanted to play during my four hour show in radio because like that's what the people that were listening yeah, they wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. They were they're so tired of Kane Brown. Uh, and I don't even know how that's considered country. Then Dan and Shay and all that bullshit. It's just pop, horrible. That's fine if you want to label it country, man. But let's 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 break it off into different sections. Country pop. Yeah. Let's have a country rock that's not just southern rock. Like See, I did, I did, I think rock, if you have it. that repeated loop on it and you're in Nashville, yeah, I don't think it's country. I, I think it's no. pop music. Yeah, I, I don't. It's I, popular. Yeah, it's that, that's it. I mean, but still, there should be a different genre because there's. There's no way that Kane Brown made the money that Tyler or Sturgill made last year. Yeah. There's no way. They had to have better record the independent sales. independent money is entirely different. Well, Cody Johnson, shit. I mean, Cody he went, went, yeah, went, it's, went it's forever. Yeah. Cody Johnson sold out where the yeah, Dallas Cowboys so played crazy. on his own dollar. Own. He probably could have damn retired close to after yeah, that. Right. I mean, that. Right. This, I, I respect that though, and I like Cody Jinks. He's got like this quote on stage telling Nashville to fuck off. Yeah, yeah some Cowboys. Yeah, like, yeah, out. like I, I love it, man. I, I I love it. I wish we had more of you know that in country music. That's what needs yeah. to be in country music. I mean, the fucking reason why most of us, us like country music is because of outlaws. Yeah, man. Well, that's but what country music is, is, is man. Just guys doing what they want to do. All those yeah. guys, they're not all the same. They're all doing whatever music comes from their heart and, and whatever they want, yeah. you know. And that's the same thing I'm trying to do. Whatever whatever music comes to me the way it is, I'm not trying to fit it into a box, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Don't fit it's just whatever it. comes out. Oh, dude. I, and I, that's, that's the best music. I respect it. All of those guys are like that. I tell you, uh, have y'all ever seen the show? It's called Tales from the Tour Bus. You know who Mike Judd is? Yes. All right. Mike Judd, uh, who did King of the Hill, Beavis yeah, and Butthead. Yeah. Okay. He did this show. On uh, Cinemax, it's a series. It's called Tales from the Tour Bus. Mm-hmm. He tells the life story or the professional story of once they come into music of uh, Johnny Paycheck, of George Jones, mm-hmm. of uh, all these people, and it's animated. Uh, but it's the people that were in the bands that are still alive, the producers that were still alive, yeah. their exes that are still alive. He animates them, uh, and they tell the story. Right. Go watch it later. Oh, Get yeah. a little trippy. Watch it. I'm telling you, what, what you were just talking about with uh, with kind of like you putting yourself into the music and all that, and people being real. The artists that they go into, they were real. The yeah. shit that they yeah. sung about I, I was shit they were living. 
And that's and that's why I'm a, a fan. Those guys are the originals. The original yeah. ones, man. Man, Merle Haggard. Yeah, Waylon Jennings is. Uh, he's one of the ones in the he's thing. One for me, man. George Jones was already one of my faves anyway. But after watching that doc, mm. George Jones is the shit. Right. He he used to get so fucked up. They tell a story in the thing that he bought his new truck. He had twenty five thousand dollars worth of cash, and he was riding down the road. He was drinking. And uh, this old, old man was walking along the highway. George pulls over, picks him up. Uh, he asked him where he's going. He said, about five miles. And uh, George gave him some whiskey. They started drinking, hit it off. George went about five miles. He said, no, where are we going? He said, about five miles. And uh, it just continues for six hours. Finally, they get into Florida from Tennessee. And uh, he asked him, he's like, where are we going? He said, Fort My Florida. Like so, the whole time George thinks he's saying five miles, but he's saying Fort Myers. Oh, but George comes back, his producer or his manager gets a hold of him, and um, he's like, "Man, where the hell have you been at?" He said, "I took old boy down the road." He said, uh, "Well, give me some of that money that uh, we gave you before you left, because uh, there's a show we got to pay for or whatever, right. and we got to pay somebody back because your ass didn't show up to the show or whatever it was." And uh, anyway, he had left with twenty five thousand dollars in cash. Came back with about two hundred, and he said, wow. "Man, he needed a couple dollars, so I gave it to him." He didn't know how much money he had, so he's handed him the whole stack and kept just enough for gas and beer on the way home. Oh, they tell you like all this shit, and by the end of it, you're like, "That's a crazy man." That's <laughs> Could you imagine being that guy? Just oh, you know, like up on you, giving you twenty five grand. The dude cash. probably didn't know. I mean, you got to think like back then we didn't really have social media, or there was no social media anything. I mean, George Jones so, was big in his areas. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I would have shit myself. Heard Hank's tour was insane. The what? I've heard Hank Williams Jr.'s tour was insane. Oh yeah, I've heard it was crazy. Uh, that I think is, it was the Jim Bean or the Jack Daniels tour that he used to have. I heard it was. I don't know. I, I need to crazy. learn about that one. I don't know anything crazy. about it. I think Mill Cannon's told me some stories. Right. Hang on. I, I, uh, I definitely, he's one I can never see in person again. Really? Really? Yeah. That, you know, he, he was so fucked up at the show that we saw him at. Oh, man. That he changed the lyrics to a song. And I'm all for, like, you changing some shit. But he was sloppy. Right. right. And it was just like, man, we paid this amount of money to go to. And I, it, just, it was very disheartening that I had waited so long to see Hank. Yeah. And, and yeah. then it was like that. Um, Reba. Reba, too. I drove six hours to the Strawberry Festival in Florida They're from Eastman, Georgia, to see her. And I, the whole night, me and old girl was just was waiting on it, waiting on Fancy to come on. She's got, a couple, oh, she's got a couple more that I love. And by the time she got to Fancy, her voice, man, I can't sing for shit, and I probably sounded better than her. Oh, she's still beautiful now. She was still beautiful, but you can tell that. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I respected it though because she didn't she didn't voice track it or mm. anything like. That. She still like, she gave us what we wanted. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't fancy, but it was it was close. Yeah. It was close. I like the what Cody Johnson just re released the Rodeo with her featuring her. No shit, I have not heard that it's yet. Good. It's good. It's really good. Oh damn, that's really that's definitely going on my list of stuff that's to the do combo as soon as that I get done. Nobody knew that they really needed. Oh man! Came up out of nowhere. He didn't announce it until they released it. So well, Cody Johnson is just such a—he's just a freak, but yeah, like in man, the best way. So good, man. So uh, one thing that on my show I always did on radio was every Friday, uh, right before I got off, I always 
ended every show on a Friday with His Name is Jesus by Cody Johnson. Right. Or his version of it. I don't know. I don't think it's his, obviously, but uh, I ended it with that every time. And people loved it. Yeah. They absolutely loved it. And it was a, for him to go gospel to Doubt Me Now to yeah. Dear Rodeo, Monday Morning Earl. Yeah. Even his first one. He's got a, on his first EP, he's got one talking about his grandpa. Um, it's a song about. Uh, I don't remember that one. Oh, dude. He's ta- talking about his grandpa, and it's pretty much saying if uh, my granddad would be president, we'd, we'd be a whole lot better off. Like, right? Oh, dude, he's just gas. I mean, he's just so good. And you'll hear him sing about one subject, and then the next song is that uh, what's that nothing on song? Nothing on you. Yeah. And then I you're like, I'm about to get bit. naked. Like he just fucking sung this to me. Right. I'm a grown ass man, it's but a good song. They're like fuck. That's a damn I'm finna get naked. I'm, it's gonna be nasty. It happens sometimes. Yeah, fuck it. But uh, anyway, um, man, I sure appreciate you coming by and uh, checking us out here. Uh, we plan on doing a lot of stuff with you. Look forward to it. You, uh, you got anything you want to tell anybody before we hop up off here? Yeah. Um, so new songs we got coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, working on a new one called Time that we played in the Velvet Sessions. Um, that I wrote with good shit, this guy right here, man. Give him a lot of credit for this one. He wrote a, he wrote a good majority of this one, man. I was only a smart yeah. part of this song, man. We're going to have to drink some uh, whiskey together and rock. Yeah, it's a kick-ass song, man. I mean, dude, it's he, a great he, song. He fucking, but, I mean, like, I couldn't do nothing with it, man. I don't have a voice like that. I can't you know either. Saying? See, I, I, I like know, poetry. I'm no, good at, I, I, I'm I good at rap, poetry. You know? I'm a rapper. I, I, can I can't. Rap. I can't. Uh, I can't. I, I would no, like to. I've had so many people because of the stuff that I've done in the past been like, hey, why don't you go out here and try to do this? I can't. I'm too. I don't know what I am. Uh, I met this guy one time. I won't say the band, but we were having a conversation. He's a successful country rapper. And like he's, he's really good at what he does. And uh, he and I asked him at one point in time because we, we had been drinking heavily. And he asked me what I really thought of one of his songs. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I was like, look, dude, you, you're good at what you do. It's just not for me. Right. Like, I respect it. I respect your hustle with it or whatever. I just, I don't get it. But it's not for me to get. You've got a fan base. By more respect to you. No, I, yep. Yep. No, I'll, I'll still support money, you. Man. I'll still support you and shit. Don't hate on nobody yet. Yeah, I'm not hating on you. I just, it's not for me. Yep. And the dude looked me in the, in the eyes and he's like, look, if I could sing, I could sing. But this is how I get my message out. Right. And I was like, I respect you even fucking more now. Mm-hmm for that yeah for sure man for but, sure and that's the biggest thing when i'm writing songs man it's all personal it's experience all and personal shit, opinion man that's, that's what it's supposed the to be that i've gone through shit. the shit that he's gone through man and I mean, he's such a he's a great people, songwriter man yeah, he really people, is. people experience things in such a different way you know what i mean and so anytime you get to like mesh that with other people you know man and he's going he's going to upper trend bro you know what i mean and i'm just so honored to be a part of that because me heard that no 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 i heard i'm come telling on, you come on bro come on bro. I, i'm not even bullshit with you 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 got me when the song uh the one about I don't care if he texts. Just leave. Just leave. Yeah. I'm sitting in my chair and like when you walk in, I'm like, is this guy like everybody else? Like, cause I, I mean I don't mean no disrespect, no, but, I mean, that's, but that's, I've got people that I call again, not calling people out, but that's the way it is right yeah. here, man. There's yeah, everybody. I mean it's like you just don't know it's until you don't know. have talent. Yeah, like you like because the one of the things that in people in, in your industry your buddies never tell you you suck. Right. So your buddies gas your ass up 
and you put a lot of money into it, and then you, you get put in front right. of a, st- a, cr- a stage or a crowd or whatever of 30, 40 people, and when you start singing, they walk off to the bar, they go sit yeah. sit down, and it's like, oh, I've got to learn this shit firsthand now. Exactly. Like, yeah. I suck, and nobody fucking told me. Or yeah. not necessarily I suck, but, you know, this isn't for me. I, yeah, yeah it's just sitting for me. But you'll always and have that one good friend, like this guy right here, yeah. that's brutally honest, man. Yeah. But, and I, and I'll be pretty honestly, brutally honest. But when you came in the other day, uh, yeah. the first song, I'm like, okay, I don't know, don't know this right, guy. Right. But I listened to it, I was like, this isn't bad. But by the middle part of the second song, I was like, this guy's fucking got something now. I mean, that's, uh, you, you got my attention. And, uh, if you ask, like, if you look at my inbox right now, there's some folks that probably gonna hear this podcast. I'm like, this guy's talking about me. Like, that's why he won't message me back. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, well, but, but it's also, I, I mean, I just can't promote shit I don't believe in. That's true, man. I think you are the turn of country. I think people like you are the turn so, of country. Going back to co those guys, there's nobody doing that over here yet. I mean, there's a few guys. I know Elijah Borders. Shout out to him. He's, yep. he, he, he's, he's playing good music, yeah. man. Um, that's the other but, one Riley told me about. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Dylan Wheeler, too. Dylan yeah. Wheeler. I don't know who that is. Yeah, that's that's, that's another Texas guy. Uh but all those guys, man, there's nobody doing that on this side of the coast. All those guys are chasing stuff on the red dirt. I mean, I think everybody's just tired of twang, you know what I mean? Well, just, they're tired of shit twang. Well, like right, you're talking, you know, like, like the red clay, man. I mean, yeah, red clay I mean, means red dirt. Yeah, I mean, that, that's where I, I we want to take what we want to get behind. If you look at the, if you look at the under, like the base of all of that stuff, man, there's yeah. there's so so much heavy stuff. Like yeah, the heavy guitar and the heavy is like, and that's, that's what you're, I mean, Well, and, and also too, if you look at the lyrics. It's a, storytelling yeah. storytelling is country music yes. when every song you hear is so repetitive Luke Bryan mm-hmm. used to be the shit to me those right. first two albums of his maybe even first three Dirt Road Diary oh yeah Dirt Road Drugs all yeah that. Yeah. 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 yeah We Wrote was an anthem I mean that was great all of us that was phenomenal and then all of a sudden it's just like what the fuck's going on now I still think he's a great artist and he's got a great voice and everything. But it's like, what are you singing about, dude? Once again, a lot of money. Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw's the same damn way. That's where we tried to ride the line of being marketable but being real. Yeah. You know, you make the music you want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm all, I'm all down for that. But like that old song, you know, that old country song that we probably all used to, you know, our parents drank to or whatever would, what would Hank do? Or would Hank done it this way? You know, I guess that's why I'm fucked up is I got enough of that like mentality in me still that when I say that I'm country, I want it to mean something. Yeah. Like a lot of integrity. Yeah. Like I I, I still want it to mean that, no, I stand up for my my military, my country, my police officers. I've been in trouble with the law. I still stand up for my fucking police officers. They ain't never done shit to me. It's a job, man. It's shit. And, uh, yeah. But like my thing is if, We've got even country artists now, and the stuff that they talk about is like, you're not country. Man, I was so sad when Luke Combs released Six Feet Apart. That... You, you didn't like it? No. Because he was singing about COVID? Yeah, man, why? You, Me and my buddy, who's a, who, who's a songwriter up in Nashville, he missed the best part of that song. And I don't know how, because I think him and Rowdy wrote that one together, if I, if I recall right. But... When you get buried, how how low how low how far below ground are you? Six. So why he didn't throw that six feet apart true, yeah, into it? Yeah. Somebody I'd had to ask kick. That would have been the best way to end that song. Especially yeah, especially the way he was trying to go with it. Yeah, I mean it. It was just too. 
it was kind of cringy to me, man. I mean, yeah, I get, I get what he was trying to do. I totally yeah, understand. Yeah, it's too like mainstream. Yeah. I guess Mark to me, the rest of the stuff well, him, cringy him too, and so. Riley Green. Him and Riley Green. So I'm a big Riley fan. I love Riley. Him I love and, Luke, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Luke Holmes. Luke, fucking man. sing the phone book as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And he's what makes me and you look more attractive to women. Exactly. That fat ginger bastard. Thank God for him. But Riley Green comes out with a song right then, too. Uh, and it's called um, Better Than Me. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, and it's, that one's been out. I've yeah, heard well, that one. Yeah, the same, at the same time that uh, Luke released Six Feet, Riley released that one. Yeah. And I very quickly was like, Riley wrote this himself. This is grown. This right. is the COVID song. Right. Luke Holmes, you're like, what did you even? That's pretty that Luke Holmes didn't write that one. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, it, it one was. Commercialized. I love I love Luke Holmes when he was on Vine, man. When he was coming up. Taxation is stuff, by the way. Share if you want to. Absolutely. All those old ones, man. Shout out to that one. Yeah, taxation is stuff for sure. Yeah, no. uh, I just, I hope that they don't get too commercialized. I know that it's going to happen. That was a step in the wrong direction, in my opinion, man. Well, I want to hear, uh, he's got coming out this month. The, he's got like four songs that would be on the deluxe album of the last one. Right. right. So I'm waiting to see because the one he's already came out with that the 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 whatever it's not a single because the whole album's been released. But <laughs> off the additional four, it's called "Without You." Right. And it's, it doesn't compare to the rest of the album. Yeah. I haven't heard anybody talk about it anything. So I think at some point in time, though, those songs. What I love about folks like you in the position you're in right now. Yeah, you're gonna blow up. But until you blow up, your life's uncomfortable. Yeah, like you're probably yeah, not making yeah, the money you want to make, and all this shit. So in my mind, that's what drives those good songs. Yeah, those uncomfortable situations make bad. When you got your mindset on doing this and making it in this yeah. business, and you just—that's all you can think about. Twenty-four-seven, yeah, so every second you have to be creative. Every Looking second for each you got to be thinking. You can take. But then you turn into Luke Combs, to where you got a hot-ass wife. That I mean, if you money, would have man, never been able crazy, to sing, man. yeah, it's like all of a sudden your life's perfect, right? You don't have that hunger no more. Yeah, like that. That's where I think that I like seeing a starving artist for a little while. Yeah. I don't want to see you starve forever, yeah. but I want to get them good ass songs out of you while you're starving, yeah, man. And then you can, you know, that's just, part of doing it on your own. It keeps that drive, man. Yeah, you have yeah, to make it on your own. You ain't got a record label backing you. You know, you you just you're grinding it out. It's all about hard, man. And that's I'm, I think we're gonna do a single release first, and then we'll right. release the EP. So uh, once these Velvet sessions come out, maybe we'll get some yeah, feedback man. and see which one hey, people like, man. You're going to get to sit tomorrow. That ain't tonight's already sure. out. So the last you're going you're gonna to get to sit tomorrow because yeah. uh, with the Velvet sessions. Um, first off, y'all listening, you can look it up tomorrow. It's going to be David McMahon with the Velvet sessions. Uh, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. But it's 70s, just grainy-ass red velvet. Cool. Cool. It's got a vintage feel. Porn lights. I love my red lights. Beautiful. Yeah, it's just supposed to be different, like because that's what we want. I want to bring to people is, it, in my opinion, everybody's tired of the same old shit. Yeah, they're tired of the same old. I want something new, man. I want something fresh. Yeah, that's everything in this industry. That's everything. Yeah, I mean, it's just they're Turn tired of it. Yeah, man. Turn on uh, As soon as they realized that Sturgill Simpson during COVID sold five hundred thousand dollars worth of Dick Daddy T-shirts and merchandise. <laughs> Jesus. And that, I don't know if y'all saw Jeez. Big Daddy Survival, uh, yes. whatever it was. It's fucking great. Okay. But as soon as they realize how much money, because that's all, you don't make money off songs anymore anyway. I mean, unless you sell it. Right. But like, when you go to a concert, that's where you get your money at now. When yeah. your merchandise sells, that's where yeah. you get money at. Yeah. Because you, all, 
I mean, hell, I've got. I'm just as guilty as the next person about having Apple Music. Right. I mean, I, I pay one thing Amazon, a month, yeah. and there's no way you get paid for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, no. you don't. So no. your money's all off of revenue streams for concert, merchandise. So that's why it's not the music business anymore. It's the entertainment business. Exactly. So when they realize artists like him are outperforming Luke Bryan, Zach Brown fucking ruined himself as oh, far as I'm concerned. That's crazy, right? I don't know what happened to that guy. I don't. Self imploded or something. Dude, hot garbage. Like, I'm talking about hot garbage. And I used to think that this dude was just like oh, man, I the baddest son of that colder dude, weather that's album. Hypes on him, man. Oh, yeah. So I even like Chicken Fry. I'm not a huge, huge country fan. Yeah. Like, even like Chicken Fry was Chicken good. Fry was yeah. good so songs, Everybody's man. party did that song like at a bar. Good, toes I like in the good water. Writing, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's like good music. Yeah. Highway 20 Ride was such a deep Ooh. song. Yeah. Ooh, Have you ever heard Colder Weather? Yeah, yeah. Colder Oh, my God. I want Yeah, I'm drinking a beer to that one. But cheers, fellas. For sure, for sure. If y'all like those, you got to try these. Those, right? I, I had to get off Sell those at my restaurant. Oh, I love these. I had never tried them. We're not losing. We're I'll have to get you one for you guys. Shout out, Snowball. Yeah. Shout out, Mama Rita's in Columbia, Georgia. No, you can you can give them a better shout out. Now they can't hear you. Shout out to Mama Rita's and shout out to Douglas Snowballs. That's right. That's right. Right. Well, Mama Rita's man always lets me play. Mexican in kitchen. My hometown. Best food. I love Mexican food. Dude, so good. That's why my ass is fat, That's how I got fat. I used to be 160 pounds. I don't want to hear shit. I'm fucking over here at 2.30 sweating just to talk. And you're like, I'm fat. Little skinny best. You guys get to be like, whatever. Yeah. It's got its upsides and downsides. I've been trying to lose some weight myself, man. Oh, I heard drugs are good for you. I heard that. I heard that. I heard that. Uh, pretty sure it was a health that. magazine. It was. It was I'm men's health. Sure men's health. Yeah. yeah. The more cocaine you do, the skinnier mm-hmm. you'll get. Right, right. Yeah. And meth. The, they I heard meth, that was the best. They're not mething around with that diet. No, no, no. That 55-hour uh, Oh, man. shit. You ain't lying. <laughs> you'll see so much shit. You know? Oh, man. Yeah, just fall yeah, right off of you. Days. Come on. We do not it's condone turn, the use of drugs, but only on Fridays and Saturdays. And days of the new life. That's right. But, fellas, this has been a good one. I'm glad I got to hang out with both of y'all. We're about to have to go. But... Um, one more time, plug yourself, plug the songs you got out there, tell yeah. them where to find you. My name's Big Man. You can find me on any streaming platform. Uh, got It Ain't Tonight, my new single out. Uh, y'all see me on Velvet Sessions. Uh, give me some feedback. Let me know which song y'all want to me to release for a single. And hopefully we'll have an EP out, but hopefully we'll have the single out by November. So look mm-hmm. me up on social media. It's going to be great. Everywhere. McMahon. Um, shout out to Hunter McClendon. Shout out to y'all, man. I love what y'all are doing. Oh, you, uh, we got more to, to come with the you. Train, man. Oh, yeah. It's, it will. Long as uh, long as it keeps running, you got a place to ride. That's right, man. Let's, go, bro. Let's run it off the rails. Hell yes. Well, thank y'all for tuning in. This has been Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Gray Studios. Thank y'all. We'll see you again next time.